Mo and I were on honeymoon. In a few months' time, we would be moving from South London to Middlesex. I was to start a theology degree and Mo a new nursing job. I woke up the second morning of the honeymoon and I felt dreadful. But not physically. No, I felt a strange, dark force around me and the thought in my head, you shouldn't be doing this, should you? Isn't this ministry business a bit stupid? You're not going to be equipped for it. Aren't you going to make a fool of yourself? I felt under attack. I really did. So what did I do? I told Mo, and our strategy was a simple yet important one. We prayed. We prayed that Jesus would take the darkness and the dark thoughts away, that Jesus would have the victory. And he did. And because I'm doing these podcasts right now, you know the end of the story. Mo and I were defiant in facing the powers. No, we didn't get out of bed, we didn't put on our Sunday best, we didn't go to church and sing songs and hymns with other believers, but we did worship. Worship as warfare, defying the enemy by prayer. We certainly weren't relying on our own power or our own human words, but we were relying on the power and authority of Christ. But this kind of worship can be dangerous. Consider the example of Rachel Den Hollander. She was defiant when she spoke out about years of abuse by Larry Nasser, the USA gymnastics team doctor. She writes about the impact it had on her life in the New York Times. I lost my job. I lost my closest friends for advocating for the survivors. I lost every shred of privacy, she says. It can be dangerous. But why be defiant anyway? Well, people who are defiant know that what they believe is true really true, that their opinion isn't just an opinion, it's the truth, and they'll die for it. I'll leave you with this thought to mull over. If Jesus is who he says he is, like him, we will die for what we believe in.